Alexa, roll me a joint. Alexa, roll joint. Roll joint. Oh, this is fucking useless. What's the point of this thing? Right, Ale- I, I, think, I think we're on, mate. Oh. This is Deserter. We are all in the gutter. This is the podcast for those of us that like it. In this episode, football, cricket and beer, plus health and beauty. And then on to our main topic. Everyone's thinking about it. You can't miss it. It's the talk of the town. What was it again? Staycation. Staycation, that was it. Save yourself a bag full of cash and stay put for your vacation. We've got all the ideas, the methods, and in all seriousness, take a look at some of the dangers. In fact, in the spirit of actuality, we even took a break from doing fuck all Mm. to experience one such idea and report back on it. That's right, yes, we took a holiday on the South Circular. And we'll be talking about what we can remember of that later on. Then we'll look at the news, then do some social media, and then have a pint. Yeah, is that the podcast we're talking about now, or just our everyday lives? Does it matter? Not really, no. So, uh, anyway, I'm Dirty South, and what has he been up to lately? Mainly, I would say, watching the World Cup. That's true. I don't think I've been doing very much of anything else, because it has been magnificent. It's been a festival of football. Um, Absolutely wonderful month. I mean, it's been quite hard work, I'd say. Yes, it has. (laughs) Yes, several of my organs uh, have been protesting. Me too. I think my pillow is the size and consistency of a liver. Is <laughs> that the other way around? No. <laughs> um, any uh, highlights for you that you'd like to report on? Highlights for me were that magic Spain-Portugal moment. I think we'd just had it at the last podcast, hadn't we? 3-3, three, three, oh, up in Carlos's yeah. in Tulse Hill. Ronaldo's free kick. That really started it all off for me. I mm. think that was a brilliant uh, moment. Um, secondly, I would give a nod to... I went to Mallorca for some of it. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I mislaid my wife one weekend. Oh, I it's came not back, for the first time, I came back from the uh, pub and she wasn't there. And I rang her up and she was in Mallorca. <laughs> so um, just to teach her a lesson, I flew out to meet her and... Mm. Um, we watched a few games out there. My favourite moment was, I think, you know, the end of the group stages where the games are played at the same time. Yeah. Which initially you think, oh, well, that's a waste of a game. I can't watch two games in a row now. Mm. But uh, we watched Mexico versus South Korea versus Germany versus Sweden all, <laughs> all at the same time in a bar absolutely packed with both matches on with supporters from all those four countries in it. it was oh, fantastic. Very, very dramatic. Wonderful, yeah. Mm. And um, I guess thirdly would be England versus Colombia. I oh, just yeah. really enjoyed it. Mm. It was a real cracking World Cup tie. First of all, there was a penalty hoodoo set to rest, wasn't there? Yeah. But I really enjoyed all the um, all the dirty tricks, you know, the penalty <laughs> spot scuffing. The, oh, that was The good. kicks. Yeah. The, uh, you know, the senior management of Colombia getting embroiled with our players on the touchline. It was just yeah. what the World Cup It's nice to have a baddie. Be, really. Yeah, good to have a baddie, yeah. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, um, 
I I went to uh, New Malden to watch um, South mm. Korea. That was fun. It was, it was a real eye-opener for me. I yeah. think probably my favourite spot, apart from Carlos's, which uh, you mentioned, um, is I went to an Argentinian bar in Pimlico. Oh, uh, so you actually went abroad to watch a game? <laughs> well, north of the river, yeah. Um, to... Uh, <laughs> uh, to to, to Moo Cantina, uh, which was filled full of uh, Argentinians. Uh, and the thing I liked about it was, you know, they don't just celebrate after the game, they celebrate mm. during the game, mm. you know, mm. they have such a, you know, such lusty Spanish songs, you know, mm. and uh, and um, if, if they do win, then, you know, you're, you're going to get hugged by a shirtless stranger, which, you know... And, uh, lusty. I, uh, yeah, I take uh, affection where I can get it, as you know. <laughs> uh, I did go and see England once in a pub, but that was just too much in in the borough. Um, yeah, uh, just everywhere was round, everywhere was mental. But I did I did like seeing everybody celebrating on the streets, yeah. li- like we were Europeans or something. Yeah, yeah, you know? that was great. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, um, we should probably mention the uh, the tip. We had a, gave a tip last time, didn't we? We did. The yes. idea was that um, if you stake, I think it was one hundred eighty thousand pounds. That's right. You can win ten thousand pounds. Yeah, it's when free, England free get money. knocked out, it was free money, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and um, we obviously, if you're a regular listener, you would have um, taken part in that. And uh, we're now going to have a check of our deserted bank account. Yes, because what uh, we asked for was everyone to give us five hundred pounds, five hundred pound commission. Yeah, to start a That's deserted clubhouse. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, five yeah. percent, something. So um, deadly. Um, Could you get our the producer account? to? Have a look in the account. This is got, this How is much the moment. have we got? Um, I mean, there were there were a lot of listeners to that last podcast. There were. So, so it's a bumper. Yeah. Everyone's got ten grand. None. Oh, no, no pounds. No pounds. Oh, for fuck's sake! That's it. That is rude. I mean, honestly. I see. Um, We've failed. Can, can we sue our listeners? Yes. Yes. Let's sue our listeners. All of them. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's probably what we would have done anyway, isn't it? I mean, well, we didn't put any money in. No, did we? I mean, you've won, you've got ten grand in the bank. Did you put five hundred in? I didn't. No, no, no. me neither. So fuck it. Um, anyway, congratulations to everyone. Hard luck to England, but congratulations to all of us. Ten grand up. Um, I'd have to say probably the real winner of the World Cup. You know, and well done France, etc. But the real winner is probably Croydon Box Park, <laughs> <laughs> where the the, the world epicentre of beer throwing um, mm. uh, it was clearly the biggest reaction every time there was a goal to prompting Rio to say Rio Ferdinand to say that's what you get from South London <laughs> so well played everyone at Croydon Box Park um, good beer throwing um, away from the World Cup if we must <laughs> um, I also had a day of cricket uh, oh yes. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to think of other things during the World Cup, isn't mm. it? But um I did get invited to join Gorilla Cricket, um which is a uh, ball by ball commentary uh of guys or and occasional ladies watching the cricket on the telly mm. and chatting about it uh <laughs> with beer. Uh, in, so, in Sydenham. And this is in Sydenham, yes. So um it's something of a South London institution. Um and uh, yeah, so uh, I was yeah straight away up for that. Mm. Uh, we, we were playing Australia in the One Day Internationals and thrashing them as well, which mm. was mm. Uh, you know doubly pleasurable. Um, 
it's quite a boozy day, bit in the pub, drinking beer all day, and then back to the pub. Um, uh, I, and there's a lot of social media uh, conversation with their, mm. their, um, their f- followers. And uh, Spider got in touch during. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was, Where was uh, he? He was in Sicily. Uh, oh, he was on his watercolour break wasn't yes he? <laughs> he was doing some landscapes or something and um yeah he wanted to watch the test match and it's quite hard if you're not in a cricket nation you know yes uh, and um he found gorilla cricket on uh, youtube and uh, saw me he was like uh, <laughs> what <laughs> so he yeah, tweeted in something rude uh, about, <laughs> about um there's a long conversation about booze a lot of talk about booze about the terrible booze that uh, we sometimes have to drink he was suggesting that um we just weren't drinking enough of it, you know. If you keep going, eventually you'll uh, you'll come to terms with it, yeah. So, wise words. What's next? Oh yes, we did some work, didn't we? Um, we were put to work. Yes, tragic. Yeah, the um, California craft beer residency got in touch with us and asked us to come and taste all their beers yeah <laughs> and this was after lunch and it was quite a long lunch and yeah. we had to go and watch the football after that we just had a fry up and we were about to go to the pub so we, we but we slotted it in we yeah. managed to you know find Troopers. a window yeah exactly um uh, these are some uh, u.s beers and u.s inspired beers which are featuring in a number of pubs around town yes if you see the sign for california craft beer residency that's what we were on except for free yes Um, (laughs) uh, and we can heartily recommend the sierra nevada hazy little thing hazy little thing called love it was delicious yeah that was my favorite yeah my second favorite was also from uh Sierra Nevada, uh, the the goes, which is not a style I normally no. enjoy, but because it, it's quite sort of very unlike you, yeah, lime and coriander and stuff like that. Um, but it was a very hot day, as uh, they all are at the moment. Yeah, tell and, me about it. The um, burning, the it was, burning. Yeah, very refreshing. And uh, well, yeah, so we went to the Southwark Tavern for that. Yeah, also available. I noticed in the Dog in Dulwich. You saw it at the Prince of Wales in Blackheath. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, some good beers uh, knocking around. Uh, Even if you beers. have to pay for them, probably. Yeah, yeah. So perhaps it's not what? surprising. There's been some health costs to uh, uh, no. to our summer. Um, I don't think you're alone in that because the, the doctors are reporting uh, the world cup syndrome and a lot of people going to see the doctor suddenly not feeling that brilliant mm-hmm. after sitting on their ass for a month insect bites drinking <laughs> no, yeah, i'm sure it's the insect bites oh, yeah, yeah 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 uh, nothing to do with the uh, alcoholics no um <laughs> and mine was gout i had a yeah oh. I, I, I got a twinge one day and uh, and uh, uh well, it wore off, so I, I ignored it and went to the pub. And, Good lad. Uh, uh, spent all day in the pub, and the next day uh, I was in excruciating pain and had a few days of um, medication and uh, having my, putting my foot up. And then it was my birthday, and I thought, fuck it, I'm going to have a pint. It's my birthday. Oh. It's the World Cup final. Oh. Uh, so I went to the Dog and Bell, one of my favourites in yeah. Deptford, had a couple of pints, felt magnificent. <laughs> Spider said your feet were so swollen <laughs> that if he hadn't already been cognizant of the fact that they were feet, he wouldn't have recognised them as such. <laughs> uh, 
Um, he said, imagine five little pimples peeping out from two balloons. <laughs> I think it? there's an element of exaggeration really? there. Really? Yeah. Yes. You surprise um, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolute bullshit. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so surprisingly, given that beer probably brought it on, it was beer that cured it, which just goes to say, you know, sometimes beer is the answer. And yeah. if it's not the answer, perhaps you're not asking the right question. Absolutely, right on. Um I also have got a bit of a health update. I went to, for, uh, remember I was took part in the diabetes experiment over oh, the last yeah. few months um, where I had to wear a, a, you know, a bright green bracelet and receive messages on my phone saying things like, you are in charge of your step count. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I had to go back uh, for a, a group feedback session and um, it very enjoyable it was too sitting there telling me how shit it all was no it was, I, it was, it, it, <laughs> yes exactly yeah we got a little sticker to write our name on when i went in so I'd, i wrote my name on it and uh, there was like tommy and kenny and sue there and we all did our hour and then we were all milling about in the uh, lobby afterwards and i suggested going for a pint and <laughs> to my surprise they all Agreed, and so we walked down to the Hermit's Cave, and uh, I got the first round in, which isn't as bad as it sounded, because half of them were on water, but when um, the barmaid handed me the drink, she said, there you go, Andy, and I realised I was still wearing my little <laughs> name thing, and I it was a lovely personal touch, and I met my daughter um, after a couple of pints, and we went down to the South London Gallery, and I asked the attendant at one point where the toilet was. He says, just round the corner by the entrance to the cafeteria, Andy. He says, this is really lovely. Wearing this now, I'm going to do this more often. Um, and later on in Honest Burger in Peckham, I uh, said, hello, Andy. We'll just get you the menus if you'd like to take a seat, Andy. I thought, this is really lovely. A bit later on, when we'd had a few, I was in Brick Brewery. I thought I'd maybe take it a little bit further. So I still had some of the stickers. So uh, I uh, added some stickers. So it now read, I'm Andy, please help me. <laughs> <laughs> and when my daughter went to the toilet, I was approached by the manageress. <laughs> she said, are you all right, Andy? I said, <laughs> I, said oh, I could really do with a pint. And she said, don't you worry about a thing. I'll fetch you a pint now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this was a, this was a golden... Um, moment following my uh, diabetes feedback session when i realized that i should probably be wearing a name tag you know i think we should all do it yeah, get a personal a idea, touch yeah. wherever we go recommend it so i've got i've got got them for later great <laughs> well um Shall we move on to our main topic of the day, uh, the London yeah. staycation? Staycation, yeah. I mean, ba basically, uh, it's our, our thoughts of making the most of our city in It's a the great summer. city. There's yeah. so much yeah. to do here. And uh, you don't have to pack. You don't have to pack. Uh, you can save yourself a bundle of cash and time travelling. Yeah. It's a lot of our sake, travelling. I mean, the other thing is, um, of course, the time of the burning as i call it mm. yeah it's warm isn't it i don't know if anyone's noticed well yes i mean we normally we go abroad for weather we don't need to yeah now. no um i was ch chatting to my friend doogie about the burning it's not a normal weather event is it and he was saying that the march snows were a warning they right. are like you know when the sea recedes before the tsunami it's just like game of thrones yeah i guess it is a bit like that yeah the north wall Whatever, I don't know what they call that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here we are, uh, 
in, in the burning, we've forgotten the fear of rain, right? Yeah. Um, no, no one's worn trousers since April. Offices no. stand empty. Manufacturing is at a standstill. We've run out of beer. Locusts have eaten the crops that were growing in the parks. Buzzards circle the Tower of London. And did you hear Strange Martin got mugged by a horse? <laughs> <laughs> what better time to holiday in the capital? Where would you go, Vinny? Uh, I'd, I'd probably go to South London, actually. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm all about arriving, and I've already arrived. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we mentioned earlier that we um, we did go on a, a, a mini break, a walking holiday um, along yeah. the um, the South Circular. A holiday on the South Circular. Yeah, um, and yeah, a lot, a lot of the things we found are the kind of things you would hope to find on on a holiday. There was discovery uh, when we, we we found the source of the South Circular. Yeah, where was that? That, that was in uh, uh, the Chiswick Roundabout. Uh, yeah. Doesn't uh, sound right, of the it? river. No, yeah. no. We discovered some Hollywood history there, which yeah. we've written about in our... Well, when our, I turned up, I was a bit late, wasn't I? Um, and uh, it was quite, you know, quite a sight, the, the, the three or four of you standing there. Mm. Half-Life was standing in a tree. Yeah. <laughs> I think Cyclodunk had a massive stick, didn't he? That was He looked like he was going to cut through swathes of reeds yeah. Roxy was picking flowers by the uh, memorial the flyover yeah. memorial who was that um, Jane Mansfield Jane Mansfield yeah not a memorial she opened it she opened no. it didn't she opened she? it yeah. yes um, a lovely little flyover Is yes that what that's what she said yeah, yeah. yeah bless her yeah was that in her twilight years <laughs> um, she said not really she no was, no she, she was quite a star she, she was, was over here doing yeah, film she yeah. was fil- filming at sort of Elstree or somewhere, somewhere like that too hot to handle, I believe, was the film she was doing. Mm. Um, and uh, yes, they, they, uh, Sterling Moss turned it down, <laughs> oh, right. and, uh, and and there was some local outrage that uh, a a, a glamorpus such as Jane Mansfield would uh, be doing it instead of oh. somebody who's known for driving a car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there's all sorts. Of, uh, yeah, th- th- those are all very. Fine things that you would hope to see on a and learn on a on a holiday. Um, we didn't get very far before our first stop. I seem to remember. No, <laughs> no. We, well, we yeah, yeah, it was thirsty work discovery. Yeah, mm. um, yeah lovely little pub uh, just uh, on the north side, and uh, then we went over Kew Bridge. Yes, uh, we, we saw an the uninhabited rowers. island. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, where Half Life wanted to go and live for a year. Yeah, on nuts and berries, and. Uh, yeah, I went through the greenery of Kew, and then we reached the unknown land, or as some people like to call it, East Sheen. Oh, yeah, that's um, when we had to break out the uh, smog masks. Yes, yeah. There's some woods we got lost in. Yeah, we, yeah, you get the opportunity to wear masks like a Japanese yeah. tourist. I mean, we yeah. should mention the pollution. I mean... Um, I think that is one thing you can't escape in, in London, not really. On a, not on the South Circular. Not on the South Circular, but really anywhere. I mean, it's like... It's, there's very green parts of South London for those that don't know it, but there's many, many parks. But mm. the South Circular isn't one of them. There was one point when um, we were sitting outside the Arab Boy, I think, uh, a pub just after East Sheen, maybe, and uh, I saw Roxy have to lift up her smog mask to take a sip from her drink. It wasn't, you know, it was like watching a caged bird. <laughs> Poor, bless bless a little thing. I mean, she's not the most urban of people anyway, is it? But um, No, she's a country girl. But she was a troop. Yeah. She was trooping through, yeah. Mm, yeah, uh, there were some woods to get lost in, wasn't there? There's Morley's, uh, some grand old Young's pubs in uh, Wandsworth. Um, there was cruising on uh, the Clapham Common, of course. 
Yeah. Uh, and then there's a, a hotel halfway through, so you can actually... Uh, yeah, you, you overnighted in the Tulse Hill Hotel, I, I didn't did. you? I did, you have to, really. It's a, it's too long to walk in one, one day. It's a, it's a two-day. It's, it's a, a two-day, two day, yeah. We were talking about from Chiswick Roundabout all the way around the South Circular to the Woolwich Ferry. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you definitely need two days. I mean, it was quite... By the time we got to the spoons at the top of Brixton Hill... We were exhausted. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then after that, then you've uh, you've got some posh bits of uh, Dulwich, and How did you then f- you've got another fucking hill. If you really like walking, yeah. you know, uh, that hill up to Forest Hill. That was a struggle for you, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, you, d- you weren't quite feeling it, were you, at that point? Well, not in the morning, no. You were su- you, you was, even you were surprised when you ordered a pint at the Capitol. Yes, yeah. I mean, there's a lovely view at the top once you get, once you get up to the Horniman. Uh, you know all the sort of things you expect in a holiday. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, there's um, uh, further on past past the capital, you get to the World Cup of Pubs winner, of course, the Blythefield Tavern. Yes, that's a relief. Lots more walking. Shooters Hill, another massive hill. Uh, Oxley's Wood, um, very ancient. Then you've got an African food pub and a ferry to the mysterious lands of yeah. North Woolwich. I mean, yeah. this is just one road. Yes, uh, a much maligned road. Yes, the one of the least popular in Britain, I understand. Well, that's, isn't that what Wikipedia says? Yes. So um, basically we can change that. <laughs> might, might Although they quoted that. it from somewhere else, oh, I believe. Right. Okay. Um, Still change it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my hobbies, changing bits on Wikipedia. It's brilliant. One, one time I was reading something on Wikipedia and I thought, hang on a minute, this is this is rubbish. And then I realised I'd written it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was great fun. The holiday on the South Circular. Um, more, more, more on that in our upcoming book. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, we hadn't thought about that, has we? No. No. Now Heather's gone. We're not. We're not even tuned into marketing. Um, other other ideas possibly uh, for the staycation is the simple bench. You know, I like I like the idea of sitting around <laughs> on benches, with cider. tables. Yeah, could be cider, could be cider. Because in the in the time of the burning, this would need to be in a shaded area. And uh, I took the family down to the passage by Sainsbury's in Herne Hill at the weekend for a holiday. And, you uh, spoil those kids. <laughs> Um, it's not much to look at. It's just in front of a brick wall, but um, it is very handy for cold drinks and snacks, etc. And uh, I stayed there all day. They left after about ten minutes, but I had a, <laughs> I had a lovely holiday. Talking of Sainsbury's, apparently, what, what this is what all the kids are doing now. They're meeting in the meat aisle at Sainsbury's. You know, very it's wise, really cool, really, yeah. and they're all getting together and they're like wearing jumpers and gloves and things, trying to remember the old days <laughs> before the time of the burning. <laughs> the other thing you may be tempted to do, of course, is leave London. And of yes. course, there's, uh, there's much to commend uh, in the country, I uh. understand. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, you should also probably be aware of some of the drawbacks. I mean, I spent some time in the countryside growing up, and uh, I can report that, for example, nothing ever changes, which is. No, that's true. Worrying. Yeah. Uh, and nothing actually ever happens no there. no which probably accounts for the lack of things changing it's also uh, you know the countryside's filled with people who have either never been to london or they live for a while and didn't like it yeah yeah i mean if you want to do something uh, like eating out you have to you have to yeah. drive don't you you've got to drive you've got to be aware all the restaurants close at 7 p.m <laughs> 
Uh, and when you are there, if you ask for some bread, you get a slice of Mother's Pride cut in half. That's right. And the side salad is just a tomato with some grated carrot. Never oh. heard of dressing. Yeah. And if you want to go out again the following week, you have to go to the same restaurant because there's only one for ten fucking miles. <laughs> or you could go to one of those ethnic restaurants, you oh, yeah. know, like a pizzeria. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I noticed in my village, there used to be five, uh, 15 pubs in my village. Now there are only two. One of those plays Stairway to Heaven, and the other's a gastro experience. Right. And I bet they shut in the afternoon, don't they, like they did in the war? They do. And everyone in them talks about fishing, cockfighting, and fisting animals. <laughs> and everywhere floods. It does. Everywhere's fucking flooded. When it's not flooded, the fields are covered in feces, pesticides, or grown men flying model aircraft shouting at you. And don't they litter a lot? They throw they, shit out of their cars. Yes. They fly tipping fields. Yeah. The dog walkers throw plastic bags filled with shit up into the trees. That's right. Cows stare at you like you've said something awful about their mother. And there are no jobs except potato no. picking. Yes, that's right. Where you get felt up by, uh, behind the trailer by the boss-eyed farmer. Don't let start me on farmers. Farmers shoot your dog. The roads have no pavements. Everyone drives like a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> One game the local boy racers play is, is driving mm. as fast as you can down country lanes at night at speed with your headlights off oh, God, to God. see what happens. That's right, they, that's right. Game of cunts, they call it. If you're lucky, there's one bus a day, isn't there? Or maybe two on Saturday. There are absolutely no buses on Sunday like we're all Christians. And everyone's a fucking Christian. That, that is true, actually, yeah. I remember if I wanted to hear some live music, I had to go to my local village hall on a Saturday night and watch a covers band called Executive Decision. If you sport anything other than a short back and sides, you're considered a homosexual. If you've got any time for a political party other than UKIP, you're considered a communist homosexual. And everyone knows everything that you do and thinks you're a communist homosexual. <laughs> Which, in your case, there is... Um, um, I remember the news being shit. You know, it's all about someone clearing up some rubble or the postmaster <laughs> retiring or uh, sometimes it actually being about shit, you know, when someone's thrown it up a tree. Yeah. The worst thing for me is if you accidentally leave your light on with a window open mm, at yes. night, the room will be filled with monstrous flying life forms with outsized <laughs> mandibles and skin so translucent you can see blood pumping around their grotesque frames. Oh, God. Your blood. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Talking of animals, there often aren't enough people to go around, so people feel obliged to have sex with their animals, don't they? Which are probably also their brothers. <laughs> Of course, the main form of contraception in the country is cider. <laughs> That's true, so it's not all bad. Um, <laughs> people all moan about um, immigration in the countryside, don't they? Um, despite the fact that, A, there is no immigration where they live, and, B, every immigrant's more interesting and preferable to the Nazis that roam free in the countryside. It's very dark in the country, isn't it? There's not dark. enough electricity yeah. for lighting uh, to go yes, around. So absolutely. at night, everything is pitch black mm. and you fall into ditches where you're eaten by bats. <laughs> and it's so cold. You know, while we've got the time of the burning, people in Norfolk and Bristolshire are huddling under flea-infested blankets and building igloos. It's so racist. All foreigners are frowned upon, especially those from the next village. Yes, that's true. And violent. I mean, if anyone from the next village dares to stop by for a pint, they'll have their tyres slashed and their skull caved in with a pool ball and a sock like what happened to Martin. <laughs> so it's not for everyone. No. But apart um, but from that, yeah, it yeah. can be lovely. But do try it. You might like it. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Uh, one of the most exciting bits of news is um, 
the, a possible micro. Well, it, it is going to be a micro pub, isn't it? In mm. uh, in Camberwell. That's right. Yeah, the Camberwell Shark. Yeah. Uh, they, they got in touch. Didn't they? Well, they, they they've started a blog. They've got a website. They should be opening hopefully in the autumn. And they've got in touch. And we're very honoured to discover that um, they were inspired by Deserter. Yeah. Uh, they by, heard about micropubs on on our podcast, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, or perhaps on perhaps on the site. I think it was a podcast, wasn't it? It was yeah. the first podcast. We don't listen to that one anymore because it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> but despite being shit, um, it's in, it's it been inspirational. A, and it, yeah, it was yeah. the first they'd heard of this the the, the, the micropub. You know, these small little um, pub-like beings that come into place in premises that were previously used for high street shops, etc. Yeah. Um, so that's the Campbell Shark. Um, you can follow them on Twitter already. We also went to Galazzo, did Galazzo? Galazzo. Galazzo. Yeah, Galazzo. which is, uh, yeah, I think Galazzo is a sort of uh, m- misunderstanding, isn't it, from the, yeah. from the Italian 90... Um, yeah, I think, it, I think it was Golaccio. Yes, I think it was. Which but, is but, like special Golio. But everybody understood it as Galazzo for some yeah, reason. because they're idiots. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so they've got an Italian 90 themed bar with uh, yeah. Italian craft beer, which was Ooh. lovely, wasn't it? It was very nice. Did, did, did I say it's also in Camberwell? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it's yeah. just down, yeah, yeah, it's just down the road, isn't it? Yeah, um, just up just before the Walworth Road starts on Camberwell Road. Mm. So that was that was good. That was a great World Cup venue. But um, yeah, nice to see um, bars reappearing on the Walworth Road where they've been, uh, of course, closing over the last thirty years. Yeah. Um, did you hear about Beavertown? I did hear about Beavertown. Yes, uh, Beavertown, of course, have been. Forty-nine uh, percent taken over by Heineken. Mmm, yum. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean it's very disappointing, isn't it? Um, but uh, I mean, uh, lots of people are saying it's it's been coming. They've been yeah. playing that game and yeah. waiting for that to happen. I know that whenever these takeovers happen, they they tend to say, you know, we we we're, we're going to benefit from their expertise and all mm. this kind of. Have you tasted Heineken? Yeah, <laughs> I think they talk about more of the distribution expertise. Oh yeah, but, great uh, distribution. Yeah, yeah. top distribution. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I did notice they've got an account manager's job going there. Did you see that? Uh, I, I didn't it was advertised know, on Twitter. I oh, you put your picture up. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I, I'm uh, still I, trying to I've got get a, over that. I have a I have a, pic, a picture, a series of me in my speedos, in my um, German alter as my German alter ego, Jens Hersplitter, <laughs> and. Uh, I don't. I don't write CVs anymore. I just send that picture. Yeah, how's that working for you? I haven't got a job. <laughs> I haven't got a job. Um, but it does save a lot of time. I think it yes. cuts to the quick. Uh, you know, and they can see immediately if I'm going to be right for them. Yeah. And um, make a decision accordingly. So I sent that to them. I never heard. Of, never heard of Dickie Bird. It's uh, surprising, isn't it? Really. Um, the, the, so the, the the job's still open. Account yeah. manager at Beavertown Heineken. Mm. Yeah, and Four Pure too have also um, yeah. sold out to uh, Lion, who are an Aussie That's right. outfit. I think they do Kirin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I suppose you forget that beer is a business. It's not just there to make us happy. <laughs> um, I mean, if 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 Murdoch said to us, "I'll give you a million pounds and I'll take over," yeah, you'd probably say yes. Uh, hmm. Well, I'd probably say yes. Um, I mean, if he said... Just me and you, deadly. Uh, if he said, uh, you know, I'll give you a load of money, uh, but I need you to sort of oversee editorial. You'd um, go and help, would you? No, I, I'd say I've got a million pounds, you daft cunt. <laughs> well, I'm not coming in. I'm not coming in. 
Yes, very simplistic view of takeovers you've got. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of free of all contractual obligation. Mm. Um, Lovely. Yeah, any new bars? Yeah, there's a few new bars. Beer Hawk on South Bank. Um, Nice for uh, having a a craft beer by the river. The bar isn't on the river, but you you can take your bottle there, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) London Calling Sweden. It's oh. a Swedish uh, craft beer bar. Uh, it opened up in Bermondsey. Um, and there's, you know, Moore Brewery. Moore, yeah. Yes. Are they from Bristolshire? They're from Bristolshire, yeah. yeah. Really love, do some lovely stuff, don't they? They've opened a tap room in Bermondsey as well. They do do yeah. some lovely stuff. Oh, really? Um, God almighty. So that's, that's part of the mile now? Uh, yeah. I mean, the mile is just <sighs> unbelievable now. There's another couple of breweries have opened there, Affinity and Spartan Brewery. Yeah. We've now got 114 breweries in, in London, including brew pubs. I mean, is that too many? No. No. On to politics. On to politics, yeah. Um, um, did you see our... Um, um, well, Theresa May was hoping to persuade the House of Commons mm. to um, just go on holiday five days early. Oh, that's right, yeah. Well, I mean, they, it has been a tough time for them. It has been a tough time for yeah. them, yes. Yeah, um, and it's not like they're really busy right now. You know, no. And they've done such a great job. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> I mean, in a, in a sense, you can applaud their deserteriness. I do applaud that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, knocking off early, aren't yeah. they? Getting in before the herd. You yeah, know, getting the. I mean, it's cheeky, but we like cheeky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in uh, other news, I saw that Southwark Council had voted um, to go ahead with knocking down the Elephant and Castle shopping centre. Did you see that? I did see that. I'm very sad about that. I mean, I'm not surprised. I think there are a lot of people who who, who think it's awful, and I'm not one of them. Uh, no. It's also, you know, part of my great. history. Yeah. And so basically, instead of an interesting, vibrant Latin American flavoured community, we're going to end up with another Westfield, mm. except a Westfield in a giant traffic jam surrounded by empty shoe boxes owned by people in Singapore. <laughs> Yeah. Well done, Southwark Council. Yeah. yeah. So if you, you know if you're looking for an investment, yes, <laughs> you've got to do something with your million pounds. Haven't yeah, you? the ten grand that we gave you. <laughs> <laughs> I mention that I just get furious again. Um, in better news, did you hear about um, Spain's laziest civil servant? No, but I like him already, <laughs> or her, Carlos Reccio, um the head of Valencia's Proceedings Archive, uh, was paid a decent whack, actually, €50,000 a year Mm. for a job that he didn't go to for more than a decade. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah, he was... uh, I've been working like a dog, he told Spanish TV. (laughs) Obviously, one that curls up on the doorstep all day. Um. Yeah, so uh, for 10 years, he would leave, leave, leave home every morning at 7.30 and uh, clock in at his place of work. So, so he had to get up in the morning? To, yeah, he's yeah. putting his hours in. Yeah, I'm not sure he is lazy. No, and, uh, <laughs> at one, so uh, he'd clock in, at which point he'd turn around and go back to bed. <laughs> oh, OK, all right. Then at four o'clock in the afternoon, he'd return and clock off. I mean, it's, it's, simple, it's simple and yet genius, isn't it? Mm. Anyway, he was eventually rumbled by some jealous colleagues. Spoil sports. And uh, the upshot is, you'll love this, he's been banned from working at the civil service for nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Result. He's going to be gutted double about bubble, that. Double bubble, double bubble. <laughs> yes, <exactly. laughs> 
on to the world of social media, I believe. Yes, the world of social media. There was one thing on that uh, caught my eye that made me laugh. Mm. Um, Ignacio Lopez, uh, at Comedy Lopez, put up an exchange he overheard on a megabus uh, from mm. Newport to London between oh. uh, two women and two men. They were going to London to watch Eminem. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he made a note of some of the things they were saying, such as... If a girl looks dodgy, I won't even shag her. <laughs> I work with this doctor. He doesn't even have a TV at home. He just goes home and plays violin. I asked him, how does he watch Love Island? <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Very good yeah. point. There was a new cast member who uh, joined the party. Woman 3 was passing on the way to the toilet. Watch out, I've vaped loads in there. <laughs> what flavour? Mango. Oh, Mint. <laughs> it wasn't mint it was mango uh, when she came back how was it lush what was it mango yeah oh it's like being in another country <laughs> um they were on the, they were talking about um going to festivals one of them went to creamfields he said it's scabby you go to other places and they've got litter pickers and stuff in creamfields everyone just wants to murder you how much are tickets for two days the other one says <laughs> Do you, do you remember that can of Grolch I had last week? <laughs> that's my Lovely favorite. reminiscing. Reminiscing about drinks you had last week. I mean, that does sound a bit like us. We've got to get these people on. Yeah, we Let's do. Let's get these uh, people sort of and the Valencia Lazy Civil Servant on next yeah. series. I'm not sure if it makes leaving London more or less attractive, but um, it's certainly different and not for everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, I had an interesting time on... Uh, social media a couple of weeks back and news that my youngest had joined twitter mm. prompted me to update my twitter bio to perpetuate a self-aggrandizing lie i told my children when they were younger i i told my children when, I, when they were young that i um not only that i invented rice but that i was widely known in many quarters as rice boy so, <laughs> so I updated my Twitter bio to you know, have my also known as Rice Boy and inventor of rice. Some of the best rice I've ever tasted, the Sunday Mail. <laughs> sort of um, and uh, as I was doing so, I wondered if other people had done the same, you know, told self-aggrandizing lies to their children. And uh, funnily enough, they had. Um, Tom Salad got in touch to tell me that his father used to be a pirate. <laughs> Massive Sontrol told his children they were related to Guy Fawkes and that bonfire night was in fact a second birthday for them. <laughs> Chimpman's granddad supplied the horses for Ben Hur. <laughs> Blues Knight's eldest grew up believing the family owned Tower Bridge. <laughs> that was a nice. It's <laughs> a pattern here because it's all blokes. It's all blokes. Something <laughs> yeah. that, that we need to do. Um, the bellow told his kids that their real mother is Princess Diana, and <laughs> <laughs> who left Prince Charles for him, as Charles was incapable of satisfying her in ways that only he could. <laughs> And finally, possibly my favourite, Ollie North quoted Kevin Cruz, whose father invented the question mark. <laughs> someone had to, someone had to, didn't they? <laughs> you, I hear you're going to join the Air Force. <laughs> I'm thinking about it, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, uh, Nedley James um, got in touch with a, a QI tweet tweet about the Swiss Air Force. It's only available during business hours, apparently, <laughs> 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. When a hijacking occurred in Swiss air, airspace in 2014, it was up to French and Italian pilots to save the day because the, the Swiss weren't in for another couple of hours. <laughs> That's why they invented clocks. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I've always given them a bit of stick for yeah. you know timekeeping and that, but it's just to know when to knock off. Exactly. If you haven't got a clock, how do you know when to knock off? Yeah. Forza Switzerland. Um, talking of which, uh, there's been some discussion on social media, hasn't there, about what to do now the World Cups uh, finished? How to fill in those empty hours? Oh, tell me about it. Yeah. Um, Nunzio uh, said that now the World Cup's finished, I need to find a different excuse for my alcoholism. Yeah. <laughs> Free Spirit says he needs excuses for ignoring messages and turning down boring invitations. <laughs> Grant Ramage says he now sings I am coming home to his wife on the phone on the way back from the pub. <laughs> that was great. Charming, isn't it? Um, but it was the writer Paul Bassett Davis who uh, caught my eye with a slightly different take on keeping yourself amused. He wrote, order a pizza to the address of a cemetery, stand at the gate in muddy clothes and try to pay with a 10 shilling note. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. I'm not sure that's got anything to do with the World Cup, no. to be honest, because um, maybe he just comes up with these quite often. Because I noticed his pin tweet from some, some time ago was, um, confuse future archaeologists by burying your pets in elaborate military uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to enjoy uh, following Paul Bassett Davis. Mm. Um, well, you know exactly what you're going to do, don't you, to fill the missing hours and make up for the World Cup blues? Yes, I, I do, because, yeah, to make up for the lack of football, I'm going to a football match. Uh, pre-season friendlies have oh, started, yeah. haven't they? Um, yeah, Dulwich awesome. Hamlet are taking on Charlton in Tooting tonight, which should be fun. Yes. You can't make it. That's right, isn't it, Rice Boy? <laughs> I can't make it. No, I'm attending my collage evening tonight, Glue Club. Um, and as you know, my art comes first for me. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. Uh, yeah. Where's uh, Glue Club? Glue Club? Glue Club? It's, uh, it's, uh, it's um, a curated collage evening at the beer shop in Nunhead. Ah, okay. Thank yeah. God for that. I was uh, getting worried about you there for a minute. Uh, thanks for listening, and yep. uh, thanks to Deadly Headley for the engineering. Thank you, Deadly. <laughs> this is the last podcast of this series, isn't it? That's um, right, yes. What does the future hold, I wonder? Um, I thought I might follow an example of our political leaders and resign. <laughs> or at least vote on taking an early holiday. Aye! That's carried. Aye. Yes, we'll be taking a holiday in August. From what exactly, we're not sure, but we'll find something. And we'll be returning in September with a brand new, exciting show format. That's probably much the same as this one. Almost certainly. Don't miss it. OK, who's for a pint before we... Blimey, what are all, what are all these? What? These things. Look, where did all these joints come from? Oh, my God! Well, hey! Good old Alexa! Oh, I love you, Alexa. Alexa is the future! Oh.